On the program today, I'm pleased to welcome a good friend, Jim Pemberton. Welcome to the program. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jeff. Hey, Jim, we're talking today because of an article you wrote recently, and it caught my eye, the new bait and switch. Now, I think we all know what bait and switch is traditionally. You know, you advertise a rock bottom price, you go in and you raise the price to get more money, inflating it to extremes, dishonest on every level. Right. But the bait and switch you refer to, Jim, is a little different. Tell us yes, about that. Yes, it is. Tell us about that. Well, what came to me is in all my years in training, I've had the privilege of knowing cleaners generationally. I mean, I'm working with the grandsons of cleaners that I met in the late 70s. And as time goes on and you know, cleaners try and uh, different marketing approaches and technical approaches to cleaning, it's not uncommon to, to sell the value of the service to come up, for example, with some kind of premium of several steps or certain key ingredients that make the cleaning process unique. And over time, some of these things that a cleaning company or an individual bases the value of their service upon, like say a 12-step process, over time becomes a three-step process. And I, I question whether or not that's fair to the people who buy what they are perceiving to be a 12-step more thorough process than is delivered. That's probably the best way I can condense it, Jeff. ISSA's media brands are the voice of the cleaning industry. From our websites to our daily news feeds. From ISSA TV, the ISSA YouTube channel, interview programs such as Straight Talk, and our flagship print and digital publications. ISSA's media brands keep you informed on the most relevant content impacting your business or organization. Access our resources at issa.com slash media. I know, Jim, we were talking earlier about uh, our industry. You know, it's full of all kinds of ages and people, but some are getting older. I know if I was, <laughs> I think I could still push a one, but I don't know if I want to, but there's a lot of aging cleaners and they still want to do the work. Yeah. How do you see this being part of the topic or the issue? Vince Lombardi said that fatigue makes cowards of us all. And I think it makes us bad cleaners too. Look, I still clean for friends and family and rental properties, which means the most unforgiving, <laughs> unrewarding cleaning there could be. Look, there's times by the afternoon that bending over to take a stain out isn't as easy as it is in the morning. Or, you know, if, if you're selling a multi-step process where you're bringing in a vacuum cleaner, you're bringing in a counter-rotating brush for agitation or drying fans at the end, those walks back and forth to the truck get longer, you know, when we're uh, in our older years. You know, anyone that says 60 is the new 40 didn't clean carpet. And so, you know, you have to recognize that, but recognizing it doesn't change our obligation to our customer to, to give what we promise. Yeah. We could be doing a bait and switch in essence without knowing about it. Good intentions, but yeah. just because our abilities. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. In your article, you talked about the term deodorizing or pet odor removal, maybe a little misleading there. How can that be part of this conversation? Well, there, there's a couple of things. I, I think that early on, especially with the training that's available, uh, it, it's easy to learn what subsurface extraction can do with special tools, uh, 
removal of a carpet if needed. There, there's a lot of different steps to really treating an odor properly, but they take time. They take salesmanship and certainly uh, the ability to tell customers not just the information they need, but sometimes telling them things they don't want to hear. Uh, all of that takes time and it, it even can take uh, an unpleasant approach. You know, I'm sorry, but to perform this service, it's going to take this much time. It's going to cost this much. Or the fact that you still own a pet, which, of course, so many people do, that there can be uh, reoccurring odors that are beyond our control. That's that's not fun stuff to talk to a customer about. Yeah. But if you're going to say you're treating for odors, you really need to do it. And just spraying something that smells pretty doesn't do the trick. So as you coach companies out there, mm-hmm. what do you want them to do? What's the big picture for this? I think, you know, do what you promise. And if what you pro- what you want to do is a three-step process, then do the very best three-step process you can. Uh, if you're selling that you're using pet-safe products or green products or ecologically uh, sound products, understand that those may limit the results on some restorative cleaning and be able to tell your customer that you're going to choose a different product and not just do it and leave the house smelling like a janitor closet and them wondering that this was the kind of product they expected. Jeff, a lot of this is communication too. I mean, we, certainly I talked about fatigue being one of the problems. I think the other problem is, is that we have a, a far more aware public. They have a lot of questions, and a lot of concerns, and it's not always pleasant to have to give them bad news or to qualify the job or to answer questions, but that's what's necessary if we want to be a premium cleaner offering a value equal to the price we're charging. If I could elaborate, talking about the aging cleaners, they have an advantage that I'm not sure they know until they're ready to retire. I'm sure some of the listeners may already have been in this position. Cleaners will come to me when they've decided that the business doesn't have enough value to sell it. Uh, They enjoyed the job they bought and they're just going to hang up their wand and, and quit cleaning. Suddenly to find they have customers that say, you can't do that. What am I going to do without you? And so some of these cleaners will say, well, you know, I guess I'll make a part-time gig out of it. And to cut back the amount of work they have to do, they raise their prices significantly. And they find that everyone still wants them. And too late, they realize that there's such a small circle of trust that exists in our society. And I think with the pandemic and with our changing society, that circle has gotten really small. And if cleaners realize the value that relationship is, and that's why the integrity involved with doing what we promise is important, you can take your time and and really get paid to do the job right because your customers do not want to open another relationship with another cleaner. There's people with years, decades in the cleaning business that don't recognize how valuable they are to their customers and how really irrelevant their price is as compared to their reliability and the trust. So if you if you earn that trust by doing what you deliver, you can get paid to take your time, even if it's only a job or two a day, but to get it done right. Well, great words of wisdom, Jim. Appreciate that. Uh, one thing, avoid the new bait and switch. Don't do it. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jeff.